0: We both know the dangers of having kids. I mean, it's like you know, what fifty percent? Everything, every day, every item is like fifty percent dangerous. Is that what we kind of say? <laughs> well, when you have twin boys, I think it's like eighty percent dangerous, or but yeah, ninety-nine point nine. I mean, because <laughs> you know, I, I can mean. remember. I can remember one time I was you know. I don't know, looking out my office window and, you know, watching the boys play. They were probably seven. They're playing outside or whatever. And and I look and I'm like, holy cow, those boys were, I don't know how they got from being right here in front of my window to like 12 feet up in the tree in like 1.2 seconds. I, I honestly believe there should be a contest for that. <laughs> they
1: just had it in your backyard. That's most it. definitely. Well, and it's not just true of boys. Girls can also be very yes. dangerous. Oh, my and gosh. Th- in their own great ways, all of us experience the world. We cannot take every single danger out of life, but there's some things that we can do. Like one of my favorites is poison control. I mean, Lori, you had five kids. So, you know, did, you, did they ever ingest
0: anything like you had to call... Poison control? No, I've, I've never called poison control. What? Never. (laughs) Okay. Because I literally,
1: I've called three times. (laughs) I had it on speed (laughs) dial. Okay. Well, and here, here's the times. Okay. So the first time, um, we hit, there was some, um, 409 spray and I was cleaning and my oldest child got it and sprayed himself in the face with it. Oh, that that so would be you a call good poison control. Yeah, that would and be they a good you, reason. I washed it off with water control. first, and then right, I called right. just to make sure. Like, right. is there anything else we need to do? Right. And the second time, so I put a stick up underneath. It was like this um, little plastic thing that would go underneath the diaper. It was like an lid. air freshener. Yeah. Like an air freshener. Yeah. And yeah. it had like this little disc on the inside of plastic parts. It had this little vanilla disc on the inside. And I went to the bathroom. It's just number one. I wasn't gone long. And I came back into his room and he's literally sitting on the floor chewing on the vanilla insert Ugh. that was on the underside of the lid of the diaper. Mail. <laughs> he had pulled it apart and he's chewing on the vanilla insert. And I had called poison control that like we washed his mouth out. He did have vanilla breath for like a week. That wasn't <laughs> too bad. Not too bad. And then I think the last time what it was all the same kid, which is so funny. Um, and then the last time was I was pregnant with the twins, and so I was on bed rest and trying to take care of a three-year-old, you know, just using my voice, the power of my voice. <laughs> yes, to and keep- reasoning, right? Right. Yeah. Um, and so he had gotten into the vitamins, like we had these little chewy vitamins, um, and he had eaten like a whole handful of them. And what I discovered, even as a pediatric nurse, when I called poison control about that is luckily they did not contain iron. Had they contained iron, we'd have been at the ER, right. but they right. didn't. So he was well, just, his pee was just a fun, bright, bright
0: yellow, yellow color for yeah. a few days. For that all that did. vitamin C that was not needed. Well, hmm. you know, you may have called poison control three times but I've had my fair share of ER visits yeah you have you know between my girls who you know jumping and running and flying down on big wheels and to my boys who just every time they saw a ledge it was supposed to be jumped off of I mean that's just the way it's supposed to be it was parkour like Um, every minute (laughs) There was one time I I told I told the orthopedist, I was like, look, the Hunter family, we are personally paying for that car that you're driving downstairs. So I really think that there should be a plaque or maybe (laughs) when we come in like some muffins or cookies or something, because, you know, we are paying for all this beautiful space that you have here
1: (laughs) there should be some recognition of all the times that we have needed you to look at bones perhaps almost broken and yeah yeah, absolutely so yeah life is dangerous and we do our best to try and you know minimize know what to do but they're just trying out life in a (laughs) hundred different ways so welcome to today where we are gonna do our best to take a realistic approach towards keeping your kids safe.
2: Whoever said babies and toddlers don't come with an instruction manual never met the moms on call. For nearly 20 years, Jennifer Walker and Laura Hunter have helped over half a million families navigate parenthood with their best-selling books, online courses, apps, and network of certified consultants. And now they have this podcast to talk directly with you. Ask your questions at 888-234-7979. Welcome to the Moms on Call podcast with Jennifer Walker and Laura Hunter. This week's episode is brought to you by Spoonful One and Bobby Organic Infant Formula.
0: At Moms on Call, we are big about having fun with solids and offering a variety of foods. We know as parents, it can be so difficult to keep up with the new guidelines for allergen introduction. Spoonful One is backed by landmark research, university-led studies, and this science-backed solution was developed by world-renowned pediatric allergist and mom. We love that you can now introduce Spoonful One. Spoonful One products provide gentle daily exposure to 16 food allergens. With over two million servings fed, these perfectly portioned foods help to train a baby's tummy to see foods just as food. Go to SpoonfulOne.com backslash call for more information and your exclusive Moms on call offer of 35% off their products. Anything
1: that we can do to help in your feeding journey, that is something that we're really dedicated to here at Moms on Call. We want the best for brain development. We want the best for little tummies. And in this day and age, oh my goodness, we cannot have enough healthy immunity. And at Bobby, they're really purposeful and intentional about being able to provide the best. And they do it all over the world. We're really excited that they have offered a 10% discount and in order to get it, get your 10% discount on your first box of Bobby with code momsoncall10 that's M O M S O N C A L L 1 0 at highbobby.com. You'll be glad you did. <laughs> Hi, Laura and Jennifer. My name is Cecilia and I'm from Southern Utah. Um, my one-year-old just kind of went mobile, <laughs> uh, walk, started walking and stuff, and we're trying to, frantically trying to child-proof uh, everything before um, she starts running all over the place. So it's covered the outlets and walked up the stairs, but I'm sure that there are things that I have not thought of um, yeah, So... Um, I love your books uh, and your show, and they've been a huge lifesaver for me. Um, And
2: yeah, I'd love to hear your thoughts on that. Um, Keep doing what you
1: do. Cecilia, you're so encouraging. We never tire of of hearing that. It just means so much to us that uh, we're able to do something encouraging that uh, affects your life. But yeah, welcome to the game changer. When they start having this independent movement... Yeah, life life definitely gets a lot more um, exhausting.
0: Well, and, and they're finding things that we would have never thought of. I mean, they're exploring and looking and checking out all this new freedom that they have now that they're mobile and moving all over the place. And we get the frantic like, oh my gosh, this is happening way too fast. And the good news is, there are some things that we can do to really look at things from their perspective. And it may be things like you said, hey, you've got the cover outlets. Yeah, okay, we hear enough about that. We know that we got to cover the outlets, but there's also some other things that you may not have thought about. And really one of the first things that I that I recommend is get down at their level and start seeing the world on all fours. And looking around to see what kind of things are within that grasp and within eyesight. And there are things that you probably would have never thought of.
1: Well, I just when I had three boys, two of them were movement kids. Right. And we had this really great coffee table and it had four corners. And, you know, we put that in the basement. I'm just like, you know what? I can't handle this life where they're chasing each other around in this common space where we are. So sometimes like it is okay, even as attached to appropriate decorating and the feng shui of the household (laughs) that we all may be in a season in that due season when they're just starting to figure it out, but they're still kind of wobbly, like it's okay to just like remove some things out of the common areas that may pose a danger for them. There's all sorts of ways to cover the corners of the fireplace, to limit access to a fireplace, to cover the corners of every, you know, table and uh, outlet, like you said. Um, but there are some things that you never think of. I remember back in the day, Laura, um, in your kitchen, you told a story about
0: when we used to have a thing called a tablecloth, Right. <laughs> What yes. what happened with that? You know, so, so you know, we had back in the day, you had the tablecloths, and all the all the houses have it. And actually, this is a story about myself because, you know, my mom had made grits and had put those grits on the table, and here I came. I was probably maybe two years old. Came up and yanked that tablecloth right off of the table with that pot of grits, and it landed on my foot and I still have grit marks, but you wouldn't grit think marks. about that. <laughs> What's
1: that on your foot? Grit marks. Uh, uh, grit oh marks. yeah.
0: It makes, it, yeah, that it makes so perfect makes sense, sense. So right? Makes sense. Yeah. And, you know, but pulling that tablecloth, so that's something that you just wouldn't think of coming off and pulling everything that's on that table off. It's, you know, so look at those tablecloths, look at at look things that might could fall off if they grab the edge of something, one of the things that I that really came to me were plants and how dangerous some of those plants could be. And poison control is fantastic at giving you those list of plants that you do want to make sure that, you know, maybe they're not put away forever, um, but you may want to put those away as your kids are exploring. And, and look, in our own homes, we had some kids who would just sit at the table, and they never explored anything. And you could just wait. Keep... I didn't have any of those kids when you oh, say yeah, you our didn't. own
1: homes. You mean your home? Mine. I had. You <laughs> I know, didn't some, have
0: one kid. <laughs> I had some rule followers. I just didn't have to do a whole lot of childproofing. <laughs> but <laughs> right. then you turn around and you have these other kids who are like finding stuff in nooks and crannies that it's. It's just crazy, and and it does so so kind of get on their level and start looking for those items, tablecloths, things that can be pulled off easily just by grabbing a little bit of something. Anchoring furniture—that's another big thing that you know um, I don't think people think of—is because if they pull out a drawer and stand on it, or they try and climb up a bookshelf, then those heavier pieces of furniture can fall over. So anchoring that. Uh, that those heavier pieces of furniture are definitely very important. And then covering those corners, getting those pieces of furniture out of the way. Yes, please. Uh, Sometimes it's just for a limited amount of time, but it does make things a little bit easier.
1: Well, and in the sleep environment, too. So this is one of our specialties. And um, we've walked into a couple of Um, consults where, you know, we had to be like, Oh, Hey, you know what the the blinds? I think this is one of the things that surprises people. So a lot of times your blinds or your Roman shades, they'll have these cords that hang down and we don't want those near the baby's crib or where they can get to that because yeah, they can pull that down. They can get tangled up in those. So we like to, you know, keep those just at the, Height where only adults would be able to reach it, and so that's something we don't think about a whole lot. And there's all these really great resources and people that'll actually come to your house and help you install the baby gates appropriately. So you know, at the top, we don't just use pressure; we actually want those attached with hardware to you know give the safest um, protection. I remember I put a baby gate in front of one of the um playrooms where my twins would play. And so one of them laid on the ground so the other one could step on top of him and get over the baby gate. <laughs> They're just Who knew? It's unbelievable, right? What Who they take. Knew? But yeah, but there's um there's a lot of outside resources that can come in and help you with this that'll see things that you didn't think to see. And then in our resources, we have a great blog post. And we have a whole section in the back of the Moms on Call books where we cover some of the different things that you don't think of very
0: often and how to keep things out of the hands of kids. But get down, get down and look around, go to the Knowledge Center, check out those blog posts. Um, No poison control. I think poison control is such a big thing to have readily available and it can't be tucked away somewhere you need to have that phone number posted where caregivers can find it quickly um and put it in your phone put it right now if you're not driving everybody yes yeah if you're not the number of poison control safety safety first (laughs) yes (laughs) so (laughs) put put that phone number in your phone right now and have your caregivers go ahead let them get that programmed in their phone share the contact
1: with your caregivers
0: caregivers there you go because i have to call grandma and tell her you know how that works
1: yeah or maybe i don't know what kind of grandmother you've got one of mine would have, would call me and tell me how it works. Do you think Hello, you can send me a contact
0: too. of the poison control? That's true. she's that's, all over it. <laughs> I love it, and but I do. I think poison control is something that people only assume that poison control is if somebody ingests something. Um, mm-hmm. But that's not the case. It can be something that gets on their skin. It, I mean, and they have a wealth of knowledge. Their computer system is fantastic. They will ask the weight of your kids. So having an update at weight um, is really, really important. If they do ingest something, have that right there with you as you're talking to them because they're going to ask the ingredients, the brand name. Um, If it's a medication, they want to know the milligrams of that medication. So make sure you have that available. But poison control, I think, is hands down one of the best uh, things that we have available to us as families, although I didn't need to use it. (laughs) <laughs> well, and the other thing, um, one of the last things that I will
1: recommend, and we're so super proud of this, is the CPR and first aid course at Moms on Call. Get all of your caregivers to watch this. It is the most simple and straightforward instructions. And then at the end, we go over a lot of basic first aid In our books, we have an opportunity for you to read over what first aid, like what two pediatric nurses keep in their medicine cabinet. We've got that. So we are replete with resources that will help you to manage whatever surprising situation might happen and whatever story you're going to be able to tell one day um, about what happened, why you called poison control, or how many times you ended up at the orthopedist.
2: Your baby and toddler food questions answered. Welcome to the Moms on Call Snack Attack, brought to you by Spoonful One. One bite, one bite. Three bites, take another bite. Four
0: bites, (laughs) five bites. Oh my gosh, how many times? And I'm guilty, I'm guilty. guilty. Guilty, guilty, we're all guilty. That's right. But trying to get these kids to eat one more bite, one more bite before we go do X, Y, Z, or just making these mealtimes a fight. I feel like it's a fight that I can't win.
1: Uh, Has anybody ever sat across from you and been like, three bites, three bites, we're not going anywhere to eat, and your face and your tone, and you just want to move on to the next thing. We so get it but it does not have the desired effect. It just sets you up to have mealtime stress. So what we say is no more counting bites and no more food fights. Your job to provide the food, their job to eat it or not, or not. And so as long as you put it on their tray, it's great. And sometimes, especially like if you go out to eat and you're just enjoying your time together, maybe with friends you can always take the stuff that they don't eat, pack it up and have them eat it later. If their friends are running around and they just want to have that time to play, holding their bites hostage isn't necessarily going to be fun for anybody.
0: So go ahead, pack that stuff up, eat it later. And one, of, and, and one thing that I always try to encourage people is to not put those large amounts of food on their tray. So... Pick two or three food groups at each meal, put two or three bites of each food on their tray or plate, and then have fun. Keep Stress the counting. free Yeah. Keep the counting to the times when you're doing
2: school, when you're having fun. This is not the time to learn how to count. Thank you for listening to the Moms on Call podcast. If you have a question for Jennifer and Laura, call 888-234-7979. Visit MomsOnCall.com for resources to help you parent with confidence and thrive, not just survive, your amazing parenting journey.